Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. What's up? Hey, you guys. Welcome back. We're excited to have you here. This topic, we have attempted to do it before. Yes. Like a year ago. Yeah. And and I don't know if we like didn't explain it well enough. Here's but, my theory. Okay. I think people are embarrassed <laughs> by, by this. Yeah. And in a different way. Like, it's not like a pooped your pants embarrassing. It's, it's like, like a, I, I feel stupid. I was a dum-dum. I was duped. Yes. <laughs> and so they feel like they don't want to expose like their vulnerability. And so, yeah, I think a lot of people are like, I feel so dumb. Yeah, it's true. But I think you got to remember, you guys, this happens to a lot of us. It happens to everybody everybody at some point. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily reflect you. Some of these people are just really good. good. Um, This subject has become just this really hot topic with a lot of docuseries or documentaries. Almost any document, like documentary you're going to watch right now is about scamming. It's like the hot thing right now. Yep. We'll share it. We'll be vulnerable. <laughs> um, but, and also this kind of came about cause you know, I got scammed a few weeks yes, ago that's and, true. and it was really frustrating and, uh, but we've, we've shared quite a bit about it, but they, they're clever. Yeah. Like they know how to access technology that we don't and they don't scare easily. No. Like you, uh, we were trying to make threats about calling the police and stuff and mm-hmm. they were just like, ha ha. Yeah, because like, they, yeah, they, they they're know. out chasing rapists and like <laughs> robbers. Yeah, and so they're like they're not going to come get me. They do not I, care about your Instagram on your Instagram stories. Yeah. <laughs> yes, which is true. Uh, <laughs> we were all talk. Yep, you're like, uh, dang it! Now they figured my scam out. <laughs> I was trying to scam them into being scared of me, and they're not. Did not work. Yeah, they're just unfortunately smart. Uh, Technology scams are tricky. They count on a, that a lot of us don't, don't know. And they're correct in that <laughs> assumption. Yes. And so this listener, she wrote in and she said that she was just visiting a website that she had visited often. I think she was saying it was a food blog or something like that. Okay. Like she felt like she'd been a there. A trusted place. Been there before. Right. So it's not like a weird like dark na- web like napster yeah. or anything like that <laughs> and but she said all of a sudden her screen just flashed red uh-huh. and a notification popped up to her on her screen that said your computer has been infected by a virus you need to call microsoft at this number and she's we'll like, help you. yeah Wah. and i mean that's kind of, that's jarring and you're like ah and you get panicked so you're yeah. like okay they're preying on that yeah and so she sees the phone number to contact microsoft she's like okay they 1-800 say 1-800 microsoft <laughs> two t's <laughs> and she called the number and someone answered with a heavy accent <laughs> and and i mean a lot of companies outsource their customer service. Correct. So I do talk to people all different places. Side so note, do you think that sometimes they know that we, they know that we know well, that they're, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is you don't want to base your skepticism on the fact that you're dealing with a different ethnicity uh-huh. because you're like, that seems racist. racist. Yeah. So I'm and not so racist. You're like, I definitely don't want to be like, wait a minute. You have an accent. I don't trust this right. Microsoft. Yeah, you're then like, that makes you sound racist. So do you think in some ways they're like, yeah, they're not going to do that? <laughs> Maybe. Yes. I mean, I think there's a lot that they are like a lot assuming. Of they're assuming I'm bad at computers. They're assuming <laughs> I'm trying to prove that I'm not racist. They're, you know, all sorts of, they're assuming I don't want a virus on my computer. Yeah. It's a lot. They're assuming I'm terrified 
all things technology. Right. But anyway, yeah, this girl is chatting with this guy and on the phone, a little bit hard to understand, Mm -hmm. but he's saying, yeah, I, I can help you get rid of this virus. What you're going to need to do is allow me access to your computer. And she was writing in and saying, I was somehow able to share my screen with him, but I actually probably walked her through it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. He's like, this is what you need to do. So then I can access your computer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's like, I thought it was Microsoft. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was Bill. Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Gates. I mean, why the, not- I said it was his personal self. <laughs> just kidding. He's got so much free time uh, to help with this kind of stuff. He's busy trying to eradicate polio, but you know. <laughs> but she said along the way, he was having her do these things, and she said he was having her download stuff oh. on probably malware. She, she could probably see it all happening. Yeah, but she's just listening to him and following his instructions. Mm-hmm. But then partway through, she kind of was having these gut feelings like, Maybe I should call my twin brother, who's a tech guy. <laughs> One call. That's, that's all. all. He would have been my have been first, first call. And been like, this is flashing. Is this normal? Is this legit? <laughs> and, but she's just, here you go, like opening the door for this guy. Like, come on in. And <laughs> I'm just something to drink. I'm, I'm picturing like those old cartoons with like the big bad wolf. That's like rubbing yeah. his hands together. Like <laughs> as, his as the pigs are about ready to let him in. Yeah. <laughs> So finally, after a whole bunch of stuff, after she's given him all this access, she's downloaded whatever he told her to download. I, even at one point, she's asking this guy, well, what if you're the one that's scamming me? What if? Hypothetically and, and he speaking. just said, oh, no, no, no. And so she thought, okay. Uh, <laughs> of course not. Of course, of course not. Come on. Through the process, she gets this feeling like, I just need to end this phone call. Mm-hmm. So she hangs up on the guy, turns off her computer, just shuts it down. But this is after she's already like clicked, clicked on some She's things. downloaded. She's allowed access to all the things. And so she gets on the phone to try and call her twin brother mm-hmm. and he's not answering. So she calls Staples. It's like, <laughs> I don't know, somebody with some computer I'm guessing stuff. that's where she, or maybe, maybe she, she bought, bought it com- Yeah, she might have bought the computer there. And she said, this has happened. And the girl at the desk is like, no, no, no. Don't turn on your computer. Don't do anything. Bring it down here. And she said it took Staples a while uh-huh. to work on the computer. It cost her like over $100 to remove any kind of whatever virus, whatever access that they had given them. And finally, as she has you know, dropped off her computer to Staples, her brother finally calls her back. Yeah. She tells him what happened. And she, he's like, you, Microsoft, <laughs> Microsoft does not have... Like a straight up phone number that you can just call and be like, hello, I need Microsoft. Good to know. Like it is. Yeah. It's good for all of us to know. You can't just call. Once again, like Instagram, you can't just get a hold of them. Same thing with um, the IRS. Yeah. They make it very tricky. If someone ever calls you from the IRS. No. It's not the IRS. They only try to reach you like via mail and documents. Yeah. They mm-hmm. will never call you. And also she probably should have been like, if you're going to call Microsoft, I bet there's some kind of options like, hello, thank you for calling Microsoft. Yeah. You know, if you, for tech support, press one. For information on our product line, press two. It's probably not going to be, be like, hi, hello. hello. Hi, is this Microsoft? Yes, yes, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've watched Tinder Swindler, right? No, I haven't. You haven't? I'll watch it this week, guys. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you need to watch Tinder Swindler. Okay. That was a hard one to say too. <laughs> you guys keep me young. <laughs> With these, because I have to like well, use. There's a lot. There's the the dropout one. Yes. The Elizabeth Holmes. That one's there's, cringy to watch because the way she, she talks is weird. Oh, and 
Um, what there's another one that's like bad vegan or something. I watched that one. That yeah. one's got some language. Okay. So that one's just if you watch it, just know that it's okay. got some language. But that one's crazy too because pe- they start to believe it themselves. I think if they lie long enough uh-huh. to somebody, yeah, they're like, if I have confidence in this lie. Yeah. And there's something to be said about people who do carry themselves with confidence. Mm-hmm. People are drawn to them like well, a magnet. I, I have a thing about people who do close-up magic. Yes, you do. Because, we, yeah, I think we need to share this. It's time. <laughs> Tell them about, well, Brit does not trust people who do close-up magic. No. But, well, as, as, a, of hand. as a form of like winning you over. Because sometimes you'll get together with someone yeah. and they start doing these fun party tricks. Party tricks. And... And and then everyone's like, that was cool. And Brit's oh, over in the corner, like crossing so, her arms, just like Mm-mm-mm. not so fast, Mister. Because I've known several people <laughs> who have who have won me and other people in a room over, over because they're like, oh, watch this, and they'll like do a really cool trick, and you're like, ah ha ha. And then I find out they're a d bag, yes. And you're like, they fooled me. They, they fooled they me. They get joy out of fooling people. And then and. The, they weren't even being shy about it. They were doing the art of deception right there in front of us. We were all just lo- loving it, eating it up. <laughs> yeah, Brit's like, we're lo- what is it? Like putty in their hands. Putty in their sleight of hands. Yeah. And, and then I'm like, hold on. They are good at this and they do it in many aspects. Yes. And so, so I don't but trust. But like if you went and paid sl- to go see cl- David, David no, Copperfield. No, that's very different. Okay. It's just someone who is like a light acquaintance yeah. or something. And, and you're at They're a get charming people. With their sleight of hand and their illusions <laughs> and their deception. <laughs> I don't, I don't trust them. So didn't you say a salesman showed up not too long ago? Yeah. And did some magic for you? <laughs> <laughs> and so he, he was a salesman selling water softeners and so, yeah, he was like doing tricks for my kids and they were giggling and having so much fun. Well, we ended up buying this like $3,000 water softener. <laughs> and I mean, it's fine. We use it, but he also had like, all like these... it is hooked up to our water system. So it is currently, it is being, it's working, but he like offered us all these extras and he was always like, I do birthday parties. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Family reunions. oh, it's on its way. And you know, all, yeah. the, all that stuff, you know, you guys know the drill. But I do, but I was talking to Britt's husband. It's lost in the mail. My brother-in-law, and he was like, that dang water softener. And he's like, Britt didn't like him anyway because he's a magician. <laughs> and so it's like kind of becoming this common thing that yeah, Britt, like, like, I just don't trust magicians. Yeah. And then, yeah, if I go to watch a magic show on a cruise, f- yeah. fine. I'm impressed. I clap. I'm not mad at that guy. Yeah. But it's, it's yeah, it's the regular run-of-the-mill people who have learned that art of deception and they charm people with it. And they're trying to win you over by using that is what yes, bugs you. Yes. yes. Okay. But David Blaine has lost his chance because Britt hates his magic. She's like wants to vomit. Yeah. She's I'm like, like That's why do I want to watch someone it's... put an ice pick through their palm? <laughs> like I went and saw him yeah, live and no Britt's thanks. like, blah. So I think it really is deeper than you think. And Maybe so it I is. don't think you're going to pay to go to many magic shows. I hate magicians. Britt's <laughs> like, wow, why am I paying to get lied to yeah. and deceived? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, but I'm unpacking emotional yeah. baggage. It's fine. We're here for it. We're here for you. Um, keep the magic tricks away from Brit. But yeah, I watched- Oh my gosh. Speaking of scams. <laughs> okay. Well, so my husband, I think that's part of the thing is like, he gets charmed by magicians. Yeah. He's always like, what the <laughs> heck? This magician is, this thing is taking a, a life of its own on this podcast. It's going on way longer this than I This is not planned. part of the intention. So we went to San Francisco and there was this magic shop and- <laughs> Bridget starts to sprint away. And, and we go in and... Is this the same trip as when you accidentally went to the penis bakery? Yes. Okay. We're getting to Quite save so many places. <laughs> yeah. And 
so the people behind the counter are trained to like show you how the different things work. Uh-huh. And this guy was fine had this Houdini pack of cards. Okay. And he was showing us all these tricks and we were like, "Wow, wow." And my husband especially was getting very blown away. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Very <laughs> mystified. Britt's like, Mm-mm-mm. and um, skeptic. And so the sales guy is like, yeah, all these tricks are in this deck of cards and it has instructions and all this stuff. Uh-huh. So my husband buys the Houdini pack of cards. <laughs> he was literally scammed by magic. Yes. Which is your fear. And, and has he ever, I don't even know where that deck of cards is. <laughs> it was because a regular deck of cards is like less than $3 yeah. max. It was like 30 and it was <laughs> probably like, mixed into like your, your regular deck. It probably is. And so we get so confused every time we try to play Tripoli and, <laughs> and it's, we, yeah, he bought that magic card deck trying to see wow. if he could be magical. Everything came full circle in that moment. <laughs> it wasn't just someone with their water softener also using magic. It was using magic to sell the magic to you, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Getting scammed by like a pro scammer or a magician is not the only way to be scammed. Yes. A lot of infomercials. Well, not maybe now. 80s, 90s, early 2000s, the time. I mean, I guess you have targeted ads. Yes. And we'll talk, I wanted to talk about that later because we went from infomercials to influencers. Influencers. It's true. It's the same thing Mm -hmm. and actually worse because we grow to trust the people Uh because we think we know them. Wow, look at her. Look at her fab life. They take us on their trips to Lake Powell. They take us on their grocery (laughs) halls and then we trust them. So then when they say something's great, you're like, I believe you. We feel you. that we're friends uh-huh. with them. Whereas it's, infomercials. It's not just yeah. plug in Oxy, 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 Oxyclean. Oxyclean. I was like, well, I don't know. I never saw that one. That must have been one of the late night infomercials. Oxyclean. And you're like, well, I don't know who he is, but he's got a, a trustable voice. Um, but then you're like, I like oh. his beard. <laughs> but I, Britt and I, we are treading lightly. We did end up along the way at somehow... With many as-seen-on-TV infomercial products. And I think we might even be forgetting some. Uh-huh. We started but I to did make them. a list <laughs> of the things, and I think we're going to unlock some core memories mm-hmm. for you guys. You may not have owned them, mm-hmm. but I guarantee you remember the infomercial, mm-hmm. and we're going to post some of the, the infomercials. infomercials if we can find them. This one I don't think was a scam, because I did the workouts, and I got a good workout. Tybo. Yes, but... <laughs> I think, but it was that was huge. It was such an Billy Billy Blanks. Yes, it was such a movement. Yes, and everybody got it. But I also did. You ever find yourself just after a while sitting down and just watching it (laughs) and like snacking on wheat thins? Maybe because I I did. I would be like, huh, and I just watch him, and he was very good looking and had Mm -hmm. a great physique. Obviously, (laughs) they were all so sweaty. Yeah, it was just kickboxing. But here's maybe a little lesser known. We had we had multiple of the workout things that uh-huh. my mom would buy. Mm-hmm. Lesser known hydrobics. <laughs> so what it was, <laughs> it was an it was like an aerobic video. Yes. But then they sent you this jug. It looked like I mean basically you it would have been the equivalent. You should have just emptied out a two liter of pop <laughs> and filled it with water. Because it gave you this jug and you're supposed to fill it with water and then you're supposed to do the exercises with it. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a way, yeah, you're sloshing it and it's supposed to create this extra weight and this, um, kind of extra pull. So like the water would slosh one way while you're going this way. And then during the cool down, um, what's so funny <laughs> you is like, dumped the water on your head. <laughs> no, but the thing is, Waste not, I want feel not. like I did all these videos. I feel like you would watch, kind of just watch from the hall yep. and, uh, <laughs> and during the cool I down, too, I mean, most 12-year-olds are Right. I was aerobics. a little bit more like junior high, high yeah. school, and I was like, I need to get yeah. hot. So 
it, but it just cracked me up on the cool down because like they were slowing it down. The music was slowing down. Like they'd have you shake up the bottle of water and then, <laughs> and then listen to like the rush of the, like the soothing, like it was supposed to be like ocean. A Shavasana situation going on. <laughs> it was supposed to be like the rush of ocean waves. OMG. To like calm right. your mind and body during the cool down. Because you just up. <laughs> I do, oh my gosh. That's part of it. I didn't know. Another one we had was the Jack LaLanne juicer. But Andy and I were sold on a documentary later in life because um, we watched some Forks Over Knives or something, you uh-huh. know, and we're like, we better do a seven-day juice cleanse. And we were, like, going to pass out. So, <laughs> anyway, we did. But as a family, we had we the Jack Lane juicer. And then we also tell them, remember that thing you had? I it's It oh was gosh. a belt with, like, this. Okay. My mom always bugged Brit about, or just was like, Brit, your posture. Like, uh-huh. you need to and, and then plus I needed some abs. And so <laughs> what it was, was oh it was this belt that hooked around your waist. And so you were supposed to be able to have to like keep your stomach tight, tight like all, the, all, all, all day times, yes. at all times. So if you released, then it would go like, <laughs> like it wasn't like an electrocution. <laughs> it was just like a friendly zing to let to you know, suck it in. Yeah. Again. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember you wearing that under your clothes. Also hair stuff. Well, we've talked about this on the Beauty is Pain episode. If you haven't listened, you should. It's a really good one. It's a really popular one. We fell for a lot of the hair removal products. Uh NADS, or as you might call them, NEDS, because they were (laughs) Australian. Australian. Um, And that ripped multiple layers of your epidermis. Yeah, it was like this. Um, But the biggest claim was like, it doesn't feel like waxing. Why did we think it doesn't hurt like waxing? It's It's literally waxing. And I remember my cousin was like, I tried NADS and I had bruising all up and down my arms. And like, (laughs) horrible. We also did get Apple Stop and Spray, which we talked about on the Beauty is Pain. So basically it was like straight acid. Yeah, that left with ammonia that left a Kool Aid mustache burn on my upper lip at cheer camp <laughs> when I tried to use it and on my bikini line. Because I mean, if something is designed to eat away at your hair, it's also going to <laughs> eat, eat away, away at your skin. skin. <laughs> so we did buy that. We also bought um, an epilator, and then I don't know the name of this thing, but it basically had a buffing disc with low grit sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like an electric, electric sander. Go, you, you would plug it in. It reminded me of like when you buff the floor. Uh-huh. It goes in circles and you just take it and it just buffs your hair off once again. Also your skin. Skin. Just anything on the outer layer that you would hold it up against. Right. We did t- get some like hair like for your head products. Um, so Not like for growth. No, it's like um, like a topsy tail. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about? It was like that red loop. stick with a loop and you would put it down your ponytail and then just... It's when the twists were very in, in like the 90s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we also had the hair (laughs) Dini. It took me a minute to think. I was like, the hair magic. I was like, it's something with hair, hair Dini. Hair Dini. Speaking of Houdini, hair Dini. (laughs) Speaking of magic. Um, And this was supposed to, you were supposed to be able to create, we'll have to, once again, we'll have to post the infomercials. Right. So the look I always wanted to achieve. Right. The coveted French twist. Yes, the French um, twist. But it just wouldn't, it was really hard to stay because it was just like a stick. With like, with squishy so foam. So it was, yeah, it was wire with squishy foam. Um, but so the next best thing was maybe the candy cane style. <laughs> so you'd roll it up. And Who then doesn't you- want candy cane hair as a <laughs> teenager? So you'd roll it up and then you'd fold it over so it would make like that candy cane yep. hook. So that, that would stay a little better because the French twist was hard to get to stay. Yeah. But then you could also just make essentially like a sock bun. Yeah. But I don't think that worked very well either. Like, no. again, doesn't work. Um, <laughs> but any of the hair, there's a, I'd never bought a bump it, but does everyone remember the bump it? <laughs> 
I, I think several girls at my school had, had to be using the bump it. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I don't know how they achieved that hair. You know, <laughs> I was like, maybe we should have gotten the bump it because then it would have saved our hair from a lot of breakage. Ratting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, another one we talked about that I think almost all of you can relate to: proactive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, my husband bleached family- your towels, so it couldn't be too good for good your, for your skin, skin. But it's still going. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they have proactive vending machines. Have you seen what? those? I'm pretty sure you can like. Buy proactive at a vending machine in a mall. <laughs> <laughs> they still exist. No, my husband's family, they had proactive. Yep. We had proactive. And I mean, I think it was I mean, somewhat, it worked at a point, but yeah. I don't think it was overall good for your skin no. itself. It just burned all your acne off. <laughs> Even there's a part of, on the office where Michael Scott talks about, it, he's like, Avril Lavigne uses proactive and she, <laughs> she rocks harder than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> they did start pull, oh, yeah. pulling out the big guns and getting I feel celebrities. Like, I feel like Adam Levine was on it. We're going to have to look we up need to look, all they, they the were getting, celebrity endorsements. And I feel like, um, who else? Julianne Huff Was yeah. she on it? They started getting celebs. Julianne Huff was on it, and I am not a fan of her, and that could maybe be in a different episode. I'm... I'm I'm You're so, impartial. I'm so-so. But yeah, Proactive was a big one that we a lot of us had. Yeah. Okay. okay, so when we put it out to you guys, like silly things you bought on infomercials, mm-hmm. somebody said... One of the listeners said they bought a <laughs> um, strap for like a double chin. <laughs> so like I saw, I looked at pictures and was just giggling <laughs> because yeah, it basically like hooks around your ears. And it's and like a mask. Your, it's like everyone chin. is wearing their mask. I think, or no, it goes like around your head, the back of your head. <laughs> so it's like headgear. It looks like when people get um, plastic surgery and then they have to oh. wear like a bandage after. Uh-huh. I feel like that they were just like, let's get another use out of these. And it's supposed <laughs> to like pull it up tight uh-huh. to your, you know, whatever. But like just having something hold it doesn't get rid of it. No. Right? No. <laughs> and like how often, how, how many hours in the day do you are have you to wear one to, of those? Yeah. Are you supposed to go out in that? <laughs> you have to become a hermit. Well then nobody, it doesn't matter if you don't have a double chin anymore. You might as well just keep that double chin. Right. And- there's worse things, you guys. Um, but I fell for recently in my adulthood um, the fascia blaster. I don't know that it's necessarily a scam. I'm still the jury's still out on it for me. I think you have to do it so consistently. And the problem is, is it left me bruises. And uh-huh. so it was like, okay, I could, maybe my cellulite looked a little bit better, but, but now I have bruises. But all now over you're my like legs. your legs look dimpled anyway because I like have bruises. Different shades of healing wounds. Right, and then I'm like. Maybe I'm going too hard. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then I just eventually was like, whatever. Forget this. Yeah, forget this. Mm-hmm. I, apparently this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. But it's still being sold. That's the thing is they prey on our <laughs> desperation for like, I, I feel like it's probably very hard to get rid of a double chin. Uh-huh. It's very hard to get rid, to of, get cellulite. rid of cellulite. And so they're just preying on these people that are like, this is a solution. And mm-hmm. they convince you. I mean, the commercials are all positive, yes. all convincing. Uh-huh. Like maybe this can help because for cellulite, especially I had someone write in and said they bought cellulite suction cups. Oh, and again, probably bruised. Well, they you get know, bruised? We, it's like, you know, cupping yeah. from like the Olympics and yes. people, the swimmers look like lepers yeah. because they have like, pock marks all over that's basically what it is you like suction it to your leg and slide it all around and And it's supposed to make a giant hickey on your leg yeah i guess if your leg is all one color whether it be black or blue (laughs) you won't notice the cellulite (laughs) you just gotta make sure you do it nice and even so the bruise is covering your entire back of your leg (laughs) well that makes me feel better (laughs) somebody else did just with a different one but yeah again now i'm embarrassed to show my legs because i have bruises all over if i'm an olympic swimmer i don't care i gotta do what i gotta do to get Uh through the race well and then there it was like a whole thing like oh they're just cupping beforehand or afterhand it's like uh what like uh, circulation circulation and like workout recovery it was like really big for like one olympics have we seen it since 
No, because no. it's probably not real. So once again, scam. Yeah. Um, and you guys looked like stupid for an old Olympic season. Somebody else had a thigh master. Remember her? Suzanne oh, Summer. I, ha- I had one. And the thigh master. I found it at the DI and I was like, I'm giving this a whirl. And uh, <laughs> if that thing slips, ow. Boom, like in no, your face. Or in your crotch. <laughs> the middle, the metal, like the hard part in the uh-huh. middle. They should have wrapped that in You foam. are not engaging those inner thighs. <laughs> For just even a minute, on one of the reps, you're going to get jacked in the crotch. But that was a Suzanne Summers. Well, that's how you it? learn your lesson of not to, or better engage yeah. the whole time. Wasn't she, wasn't she the one? Yeah, yeah, it was Suzanne Summers. Yeah, again, those celebrities. What, and, and I think, I, I could be wrong, but I don't buy into anything celebrities say anymore. No. And I'm starting to get that way about influencers. Because they'll be like, okay, just do this workout routine, uh, three reps on each side. And you're like... Hang you on. literally like have the rockinest bod and you're like 100 pounds right i feel like there's more to it than that and there might be more physicians to that right i don't know just saying <laughs> so and did you get any more infomercial ones that people um not really infomercials oh okay the next level so after infomercials i feel i mean they still exist obviously mm-hmm. but then what started happening in the early 2000s was kiosks at the mall yeah and you guys I was just chatting with a friend before I we started recording and she was talking about when you go to a big city and people are really aggressive salespeople like out on the street right. like marketplaces they will physically grab you. <laughs> you guys there's some there's got to be some kind of law about touching you. Yeah, because But we, again, what are they going to do? They're a little bit busy catching criminals. And if you're like this man laid hands some, on me trying to straighten my hair at the kiosk, <laughs> they're going to be like, "Okay, are you injured? Are you emotionally?" Yes. Yes, I just feel like this shouldn't be happening. Please don't touch my hair. <laughs> but yeah, she said like they were at they were in Hawaii in Honolulu and you know, they have these little carts and different things uh-huh. along the beach and these busy streets and they'll physically grab you and be like, "You need to come look at these sunglasses." No, no, no. I Dolce like- and Gabbana. They're real. And you're like, okay, okay, what? These Folkleys. Yeah. But, okay, but do you think it's the worst if they're trying to demo something? Because I have guilt, which is so stupid, but I have guilt that they like used product on me or that they mm-hmm. used time, time? Uh-huh. but don't feel guilty. Uh-huh. The, somebody else wrote in and said the green tea kiosks at the mall. Oh, yeah. Remember oh, yeah. those? Mm-hmm. And they just be sitting shaking. And you feel bad that they've like wasted their bottled water and, and yeah, they're like, do I get to keep this? No, you. Yes, you guys yes. keep it. Walk yeah, you're away. supposed to. It's they have a sample. budget. But yeah, the green tea. It was supposed to be like weight loss slash like energy health, health, yeah. health overall whatever. And I was like, well, yeah, it's got caffeine. It's going it to make you, you feel energy. happier. <laughs> makes me caffeine makes me a lot happier. <laughs> well, I went to what could I guess be identified as a scam two days ago. Um, <laughs> Brit, but I I feel like I. Handled it well. Stood my ground. Okay. So I saw this thing on Facebook and it was like a meat company. <laughs> and I was like, wait, a meat sale. And I heard that on the radio. And what did it say? It was saying like, the truck's going to be by <gasps> JCPenney. Yep. And it was like $40 for, for 20, 20 ribeyes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wait, you went? I went. Because I was going to go today. <laughs> it's not a scam Per, I mean, per, per se. se. So I went and I stood in line at the truck. Okay. Because the guy only allows like one or two people back there at a time because he has a presentation. And then he locks you in the back. The meat cooler. <laughs> the meat locker. 
<laughs> takes you away. And so what he does is I was like, okay, I'm here for the for the 20 fillets for $40. Yeah. And he's like, okay, that's this box. And he like pushes it off to the side, but I'm still standing there at his table and there's another lady too. Yeah. He goes, but what else we have here? And he starts opening up all this stuff. He's like, we got the, the chicken combo. We've got the seafood combo. We've got this beef combo. And this is the savings of this. And we'll throw in the free chicken and we'll throw in the pork. And so the lady that I was with spent $350. Oh. I said, I'm just going to take the 20 fillets. Thank you. Yeah. And, and so he was like, okay, forget it. But people, I was seeing people walk out with the boxes. Right. They were getting cause the fillets, Yeah, they were getting upsold. Because the, the fillets are thin, but we had them for dinner last night and they're yummy. Are they? But, and they're... And it was cheaper than if you were to get them at the well, store. Because the meat is so expensive right now. They're preying on the fact that food prices are astronomical. True. So, yeah. And Spencer was like, just make sure it's actual meat. And it's not like dog. Rabbit. And <laughs> dog. But it, it was it was yummy. But, yeah, you like they upsell you. And you go and, you, and you're like, well, I'm already here. Right. Because I had to drive to Layton. Yeah. And I... <laughs> And, and did so, you arm yourself with anything? No, I, I I'm just know. kidding. It all happened so fast. Well, and I'm not worried. I wasn't worried. There were a lot the of other, there were other people there. It was yeah. in a crowded parking lot. Mm-hmm. Still a little bit sketch, but we had a good friend though. Speaking of like Facebook or Facebook classifieds or KSL, those are really easy to get scammed. Oh, yeah. They're always warning you. And I got, I get, I get my, my little antennas really go up when mm-hmm. I'm selling anything. It's not, it's not for me. This, it's not the life for me. Uh-huh. We just had someone tell us yesterday that they were they were selling their old car and they were selling it for a thousand dollars. You guys, okay. if you're getting a car for a thousand dollars, take do it not run. bargain with the person. Right. So they convinced them to drive to South Jordan in this car that they're Where, selling. How far is that for them? They live by me. Like oh, in, okay, so that's far. Yeah, like I live in like northern northern Utah mm-hmm. and Box Elder County. And so he ended up somehow agreeing. Fine, if you give me a thousand and you don't. Then I'll do okay. it. Well, he shows up and they start, they hand him $800. And he was like, uh, no. no, you guys, he how was, much did I just spend in gas? He was nearly killed by a Mexican gang. <gasps> he said all of a sudden these, Shh, these stop gangsters start coming out and being like, you'll take the 800. <gasps> and he was like, and guys, seller beware. He luckily brought a friend with him so that he could like Thank get goodness. a ride home. I would be horrified. And he, his friend brought his gun. Thank goodness. And he, he said they were trying to intimidate him. Yes. And to, and he was like, and he stood his ground. And I said, I would have been out of there so no. fast. They probably would have even handed over the $800. I was just like, bing, 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 bing. but he was smart enough to call their bluff. He was like, listen, they're not going to do anything to me. I have a friend over here yeah. with me. We have all the traces of our text messages of uh-huh. the agreement and everything. They're not going so to shoot I, me so over this Subaru. End, if, if I end up murdered, my wife is going to be able to show these text <laughs> messages in court. I'm fine. This is fine. And it was worth, my life was worth $200, but no, I just would be booking it. I'd be like, I would be, fine. I'd be horrified. But yeah, they, he stood his ground. He ended up being like, give me $50 more and I'll get the H out of here. You know? And they gave him $50 more and he just walked away because oh he was like starting to get very nervous. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they might not kill you, but they might beat the crap out of you. Yeah. It's scary. scary. I don't want to be jumped by a gang. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. Goodness gracious. So anyway, any of these like Facebook marketplace scams or things mm-hmm. being sold, it's too good to be true. And a lot of times you get caught up in the moment of where you are. So, and then you find out that what you bought was just like a total jip, you mm-hmm. know, like, I mean, I bought a, like a knockoff Louis Vuitton bag in uh-huh. Mexico uh-huh. and again, followed somebody down a dark alley. Yes. Um, no. So I just got as like an 18 year old girl uh-huh. with my friend back these tents that I was like creeping back to. And I'm just like, I don't oh, know how, I don't know how to like drive this home enough. <laughs> it doesn't seem like 
you know you're in danger. Well, that's the thing is these little and your little antennas Tennis. start. You get the little feelings, but the, little, so, but hit, guys, the little hinks. A twenty dollar Louis Vuitton bag. It's right. just, it's not worth, worth you possibly getting sold into trafficking. Right. Like you guys, I'm laughing, but it's true. It's, but for real, like you guys, but because I was just so right before we came to record, I was doing a workout with a couple of friends, and she was saying that in New York they wanted to get like these knockoff bags because yeah. you know New York you know, Canal Street is kind of known. Right. And, but yeah, they had to go down this alleyway. (laughs) And she said that her brother-in-law was kind of lagging behind the group. So they pulled them into the store and closed the door. And he panicked. Yeah. And he was like pounding on the door. And then the people poked their head out. Like, it's fine. It's just purses. Just one sec. And, um, and he was like, Ah, no. and he's like kind of a small town kid, never been to New York. Right. So he was like thinking his family was getting abducted. Right. And, um, And then she's like, we got purses, but like on, but really though, it like is the discount on the glasses, on the purses worth potentially, potentially getting abducted and or skinned or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They got to make the purses somehow. Um, oh God. no, they're not using real stuff for that. Okay. Well, vinyl. this listener said they were visiting Florida and their parents stopped by this produce stand on the side of the highway and. They had samples of different types of oranges, which it's like, yeah, yeah. we're in Florida, Florida, Florida oranges. oranges. And she said they tasted all these different types of oranges and they were so awesome. And so they're like, we have to buy a bag of these Florida oranges. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, all the ones that were bagged up were kind of green. Oh. And so she's like, to the guy running the stand, she's like asked about it. And he's like, oh, oh, that's how all oranges come. They just need to ripen up. And this is what he said. They actually paint them orange at the store. Can you believe that? What? And they, she and her uh, mom. Beg your pardon, sir. <laughs> she and her mom kind of looked at each other like sideways like, hmm, okay, learn something new every day. And she Thanks, said. Florida orange producer. What an education. And she said, this is so funny because they've both been to pick oranges off of actual trees before <laughs> and so they were not green and they weren't green but they were both just like k and i'm pretty sure they were named oranges because of their color <laughs> prior i don't know that's a stretch prior to supermarket <laughs> you know the whole like yeah conspiracy of like yes. waxing apples and all yeah. that anyway so she said they bought this big bag of oranges and when they were able to aka limes and when yeah gosh <laughs> and when um they were able to eat them they were all awful oh and man. she said not only that but they felt so stupid that they fell for it because of such an outrageous the whole painting the oh oranges yeah thing. Uh-huh. and not only that but they ended up looking at the little sticker on him and it said product of mexico oh man <laughs> and they were like we were in florida and we, right. wanted, we specifically were like we florida, florida oranges. oranges and here we are getting pre-picked unripened mexican oranges from the side of the road and sometimes yeah if you get it like i said that atmosphere you're on the side of the road you're gonna assume this is farm fresh yeah this is like a local place we're supporting and Mm -hmm. it's so fun you can't get these at home they don't make them like these at home (laughs) and then all of a sudden you're like oh well my son of a my husband came up to box elder county to buy special peaches yeah and they were called zebra peaches Oh. And they were advertised on Facebook, and it was like we gotta watch out for Facebook. We, it sounds apparently, like. and it was saying like we are we have developed these zebra peaches, and it looked really cool. They were like striped, like peach color and yellow color and mm-hmm. orange color. So they're really cool. And your husband loves, loves peaches. peaches. And he's like, and so he gets there, and he he is talking to the person. He's like, how did you guys like get this? breed of peach like how did it even come about they're like oh what we do is we actually wrap the peaches in a stripe pattern 
What? I know. Wrap them with what? I don't know, wax paper or something. So as they grow, like part of it gets colored and part of it doesn't. Oh my, Eleanor. And he, You're kidding me. But he was already up there, so we bought some zebra peaches. <laughs> and did and, they taste just like a normal yeah, peach? Yeah, I mean, they're good, like farm fresh peaches, yeah. but he was like thinking these were going to be like these magic ones, magical yeah. peaches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this was like last summer. Once again, you um, don't want to feel like the idiot. Right. And then once again, you drive up to like some town that's like a, a few towns away right. you take some time out of your day mm-hmm. you're like okay i guess i'm leaving with zebra peaches yeah. <laughs> all right again word of the wise no such thing i mean there is such a thing nothing different than a normal peach run-of-the-mill brigham city peach <laughs> which by the way they're very are good. delicious they're very good i'm not jogging on the peaches we ate them we made some cobbler it was just <laughs> different than advertised correct i understand what you're saying um, another one that I remember seeing in kiosks that somebody sent in mm-hmm. and the way they described it at first, and I don't know what the actual, you know, but mm-hmm. what they're actually called, but do you remember those magnetic circle, like m- bracelets that they were supposed to like be, ionic, be like, ionically, ionically charged? charged? Yes. Yes. And so she said, yeah, whatever they were, waste of money, piece of crap. And she <laughs> sent me like a Google image, you know, screenshot and it shows like Shaquille O'Neal wearing uh-huh. them. And so, yeah, when you all of a sudden see these athletes well, and they have that are performing at high team. levels, uh-huh. yeah, what the heck? And you're like, I'm going to be able to dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Once my ions are balanced, Michael freaking Phelps by the end of this month. <laughs> all I need is just some ionic balancing. Right. That's with this, what it with is. With this bracelet I got in the mall. wrong. <laughs> it's a little cupping, little magnetic bracelet. And it's, watch it's, out, 2024 out Olympics. I'm out of the alignment with the Earth's core. That's what it's been. I can't believe <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> and so, yeah, they sent those magnetic bracelets. And again, we trust celebrities way, way too, too much. much. Guys, let's reflect on all the Kim Kardashian Photoshop debacles that we've mm-hmm. seen and understand that mm-hmm. they're getting paid bajillions of dollars and it's just a bunch of BS. <laughs> and while we're talking about celebrities... A lot of people have gotten less influenced by celebrities, I think, because again, they're like, well, they're a celebrity. They're just paying them a crap ton to sell me a vino. You think, you think Jennifer Aniston looks the way she does because of a lotion you can get at, at Walmart? Walgreens? No. <laughs> she has had plastic. I freaking hate it. Okay. This oh, is yeah. a sidebar. Everyone keeps talking about, oh my gosh, JLo and Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Yes. They they're are beautiful. 50. This is what 50 looks like now. No. Yeah. You guys, because they've had facelifts. <laughs> No, really. They yeah, have, and uh-huh. they just have really good plastic surgeons that make, that it, make look it look as natural as possible. Correct. And so, if you think that the J Lo Glow Skin Care that she just released is going to make you look like her, because it's twenty nine ninety nine, yeah. no way. It's going to cost twenty nine thousand per treatment. Right. Kylie Jenner lip kits, all that mm-hmm. freaking BS. Like, and we will always keep <laughs> fall for it. Yes. That's something they prey on our like hopes and dreams. Yes, to look like to, them or to like deal with these problem areas. Um, like this listener wrote in and she said that charcoal face mask that's supposed to get rid of all your blackheads, but instead it just rips all the hair off your face. Uh, and so when you're well, pulling I it off, that done too. So <laughs> two birds, good wax zone. She's like, yeah, as you peel it off, there is stuff on the thing, but it's like your baby hairs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's I just like did a, a tiny, tiny. I just did a Biore pore strip this morning. Did it, did it work pretty good? It did. But I don't have like hairs on my nose, I don't think. <laughs> I hope not. If that, if we've gotten to that point, we're in trouble. There's no infomercial that can save you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think that you're going to peel off and just every blackhead on your, fa- on your face is going to mm-hmm. magically come off, but it's like ripping the top layer of skin and hair off. Yeah. I recently bought, and I regretted and returned, an eye massager 
I haven't seen those. It's like this huge. It looks like a virtual reality oh, goggles. Oh, for your eyes. For your eyeballs. I was thinking it was like kind of like iPhone. Eye massager. Oh, no. iPad. So, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> yes, that makes okay. sense. Eyeball massager. <laughs> and you like, it just was too invasive for me. It's humongous. And it was heated. And it kept speaking to me in Chinese. <laughs> like it would go, it would be like, Bluetooth is cycle is padding. Yeah, like this weird like accent. And then it would kind of rub and then it would make this music. And I was like, I just want to see. Like, I don't know. But at the same time, my sister-in-law has one, loves it. So to her, it's not a scam. Correct. To you, you're just like, no thanks. Yeah. But it was because I was like, that was like, that thing cost 60 bucks. You know, I'm like, I won't, this isn't sparking joy for me. Yeah. You should tell the time when... Um, you were preyed upon by the Czechoslovakian person that knows when kids are being tested at the school. I don't think she's Czechoslovakian. <laughs> I looked her up. Um, okay, so yeah, let's go back. Let's rewind here. Okay, so I'm living in my new house, and in the neighborhood we live in, there's a lot of new builds. So we are getting hit hard mm-hmm. by solar n- solar people, pest people, anything door to door. Everyone's trying to get set up in mm-hmm. window cleaners, anything. So this, I, I was waiting for a dresser to get delivered. And you know how they give you that window? Mm-hmm. And if you miss it, boy, oh boy, you are going to be <laughs> They screwed. make it hard for you. Yeah, because then you're like rescheduling it a month out or whatever. The, so what had happened was, I w- this was already the second time I was waiting for this dresser because the first time they couldn't find my address and instead of calling me, they just gave up. And so I <laughs> sat and waited for like four hours and they never came. So this time I was like, I put it, I like called and had a word with them and was like, they call me if they can't find it. Don't just give up. And so I sat on my porch being like, I will not move. I will be getting this dresser. And so this, my kids were outside playing also. And we had two friends over. So I was kind of like distracted and this car pulls up and I'm like, Oh, there it is. Like there's my dresser. But why would I think it was in her sedan? I'm not sure. But I, she came out with a polo on like, like a, a, land, a land. Yes. And like a clipboard. So I'm like, okay, this is it. You know? Uh-huh. So she walks up to me. She's like, hi, are you, hi, um, blah, blah, and just starts to talk. She has a thick accent, but she speaks very good English. And I'm starting to blink and being like, wait, hold on, what? And then she starts to tell me about, and she flips her clipboard around and she starts pointing to all these people she's just sold mm-hmm. book sets to. So there are these educational books. They're really cool books. <laughs> but she starts talking about you can buy one on like science and bug, or, you know, bugs and rockets and animals. And, <laughs> and then, and it was just so happened to be the day that my son went to kindergarten testing, I think. Uh-huh. And when I, I think when he came out, they were kind of like, well, like kind of saying he didn't do very well. <laughs> and so I was kind of like, I am what? failing. Like uh-huh. I should be, instead of him out here playing in the dirt, I should probably be inside educating him, you know? And so I was already having a little bit of that guilt. So I don't know if she, I, I'm like, she had to have known. Kindergarten testing happened today and now I'm going to go hit the neighborhoods. Everyone feeling like crap. Yeah. That they're not educating their kids <laughs> enough. And so she, uh, she showed me this list and I actually saw a name. A friend of ours was on there. I'm like, well, she's a good mom. Like, <laughs> and she just bought him. She obviously saw some value. And this girl was so good. And also I'm in the back of my head thinking, be watching for this delivery truck. So I'm distracted. <laughs> guys, we are still friends on Facebook. Because I, I think either while we were, maybe she listens. Maybe she's a gabber. I don't know. But while we were doing this, she like friended me in the process. Oh, of while you were chatting. Me. Oh, let me get on your Facebook. She was telling me she is from... Latvia. Okay. And she was trying to save money for school, for college. Mm -hmm. She comes over, works her butt off all summer selling these books, and then goes back, goes to school. And I'm like, 
That is admirable. Like yeah. I find that admirable. Mm-hmm. And to go over to a foreign country, work your butt off, you know, to go back, pay for school. I paid for my own school. Like I just connected with that. Okay. <laughs> Before I knew it, I'm writing a check. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and I remember thinking in my head, I'm just going to do this. And then I'm going to return them. Like okay. I'll figure out how uh-huh. to return them or tell the company I don't want them anymore. Cause I was thinking in my mind that there was no way I was going to get handed books today. They, they would, get, they shipped. would get shipped. And I thought I'll just call mm-hmm. and yeah. I'll just return. cancel. Uh-huh. So then she walks to her car to get the paperwork. Mm-hmm. And when she comes back, she's holding all the books, all this big <laughs> book, book set. Uh-huh. And when she tells me the total, she's like two eighty something. I'm like, <laughs> What in the hell do I do? Two hundred and eighty something dollars. Oh like, gosh. I do not want to spend that. But I, again, yeah. I'm like, it's fine. I will cancel it's for educational it. purposes. <laughs> well, man, she was playing on that, and <laughs> she and, and she was so nice. She really wasn't like a scammer. She's just really good at her job. Uh huh. Anyway, and in the meantime, I said, "What if my husband's not super happy about?" Me buying me buying like this whole set because I was like, "Could I buy one book?" Uh-huh. No, they come in a set, you know. And she's like. Well, you can return them as long as they are wrapped. Rat still, uh-huh. she had taken the liberty to take the plastic off while we were sitting there talking. Oh my gosh, so, that's good. So that's I, good. I know <laughs> she knows. Sylvia knows what to do, and then she's like, "Well, I'd like to take a picture with you if we can." So we have a picture currently on Facebook. <laughs> I will pull it up right now of me and her together. And I'm posing with my new one of the books. And I remember just walking inside flabbergasted. Like what happened? Like that was a whirlwind of an experience. What happened? That obviously means she's so good at her job. Yeah. There we are, Britt. Like, me and Sylvia. Like you said, you look happy. I look happy to be holding my atlas of the world, <laughs> my children's atlas. And I'm, but I'm looking at my face and because I knew what was going on in that moment, my mm-hmm. face to me says, what, what the H did I just do? Uh, smile next to this girl I just met. And I'm going to post the picture. <laughs> sure. selfie. And my husband, I don't hide things from what I spend. We're pretty cool about the money uh-huh. thing. That's something we get along on. And he was dying. He, I almost hid. I was going to hide it. <laughs> and then eventually I'm like, no, I just got to tell him how stupid I am. Oh and he was like, $280? He's like, we, have, we can go to the library, you know? And I'm like, there were so many factors. For free. I ended up with these books that don't get read. Oh man! I won't. I won't let them go because <laughs> they're like I'm going to make my kids take them to college. <laughs> well, you guys, door to door salesmen. That's difficult <sighs> because you are you're like busy doing something usually, mm-hmm. and so you just want them to leave. And oftentimes that means buying their product. Yeah. Well, because like, sometimes they like won't leave. leave. But like the Kirby vacuum. Are they even around anymore? Yes. And I think are they? people are... St- someone wrote in and said... A Kirby That vacuum. they bought a Kirby vacuum. And mom- they looked like our age. So okay. it's still happening. You guys, those vacuums... If you... Kirby salesman, if you ever knock on my doorstep, you're getting a swift kick in the pants. <laughs> those things weigh 1,200 pounds. And they cost $12,000. Yes. No, more like 2,000. But that's a lot. 2,000? It's, it's because they're made of like pure steel. <laughs> they are so heavy. How are you like, expected to I vacuum need, your stairs with that? I don't need a vacuum... That can like withstand a nuclear attack. Well, and they make you, they use the germ effect. Yeah. Cause like your carpet is disgusting. They do this demo and then all of a sudden they pull out this filter and you're like, <gasps> that was in my, my carpet. carpet. And they're like, yeah, you want to know how many mites and nits, dead skin cells, cells there are in here? And you're like, 
But yeah. we tell about the time oh. that we had a Kirby salesman at our house for six hours. You guys, it was legitimately six hours. And we even had like family in town. Yeah. I was like, let's shoo him out the Brit door. And I went to the mall and, and came, came back, back and, and he, he was, was still, still there. chatting with my mom about it. Yeah. Like, it's, basically, his sales tactic was wear them, them down. down. <laughs> it wasn't like, give them the best product. It uh-huh. was like, I'm going to just beat these people down until they can't. Like hostage. A hostage negotiation. You know? And the ransom is the cost of the Kirby. Yeah. Because he kept telling my mom, I really want to take my girlfriend on this trip to Hawaii. And uh-huh. if I sell this many vacuums, I get to take her on a trip to Hawaii. And my mom's like, shut up about this damn trip to Hawaii. <laughs> just tell me where to sign. We could take our family to Hawaii, Hawaii for, for what, the cost of the Kirby. A hundred percent. Give me a shark or a Dyson any day over the dang Kirby. <laughs> Um, well, we were talking about earlier, kind of the girl in Florida that submitted her story about, you know, the oranges and like getting caught up in, in the travel bug and being mm-hmm. in the moment can, uh, they prey on tourists. Yeah. And me going into this back alley to get like a, a like a Louis, Louis Vuitton, Vuitton knockoff mm-hmm. or whatever. So M- Louis Vuitton or something. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And it was so ugly now that I look back, but anyway, and so obviously fake, but when we were traveling um, with my mom when we were young. We went on a cruise, and the way that we got this cruise, actually speaking of being bamboozled, is a timeshare presentation. Yeah. We've all done that. Mm-hmm. If you went and listened to it, you got to go on a carnival cruise. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was the E-deck, but <laughs> it was free. And so we went, and it just went on a couple little stops. And it, just one stop. Oh, was it just the just Bahamas? Just one stop to Nassau, Bahamas. Okay. I was a little young. I was only mm-hmm. in like fifth or sixth grade, so Britt probably can remember some of those specifics. I just remember <laughs> being on a boat. And it was really fun, but the thing is, we didn't have, like when you go on a cruise, you need your evening dinner wear. And they have like formal dinner night. Right. And so my mom was like, oh my gosh, we should have, we're supposed to be dressed up for this. Mm-hmm. So she's like, as soon as we get to port in the Bahamas, we need to find some dresses for and just you guys. go to and she's like we can just go visit some of the shops and <laughs> stuff like that and, and you know enjoy the little town so we go and we're shopping around for a dress i find one right away we can't really find one for brit i feel like it was hard in her age range because you were like i was probably 12 13 yeah and so i didn't want to wear like a women's like muumu, but I was in like a little girl dress. So you, ha- your yours was like pink with flowers. So yeah. there was nothing like in between. So we were just like ah, and we were going from shop to shop, looking around for just something. And I remember being really bored because <laughs> I was already done shopping and I kind of wanted to go play or go to the beach or something. Uh-huh. And I ended up, so we end up at the store and Britt's trying something on in the <laughs> dressing room, and I kind of am wandering around the shop and then there's a bench outside of the store and I decided to just go sit on the bench. While I'm sitting on the bench, this very nice Bahaman lady, Bahaman, Bahamian, Bahaman, Bahaman lady walks up and like, hello dear. And I'm like, hi. And she's like, oh, you have the most beautiful hair and like starts touching my hair which is strange but she's like i'm 10 years old yeah but I'm she 11. feels kind of like a mother to me this uh-huh. is they don't send men out to do this because right because that's horrifying yes and then she has a scrapbook and she starts to show me that she's a hair braider mm-hmm. and you know everybody all my friends and people in the neighborhood that would come home from mexico always had they their would hair have like, braided yeah. and i was so cool and so <laughs> she was like showing me the pictures of all these people that had gotten their hair braided and she's like oh i'd love to braid your beautiful hair and i'm like okay and then she's like we're just right around here like kind of motions around mm-hmm. the corner yeah and um i was like well my mom is in there and she said well let me just put one braid in your hair and then we can come show your mom <laughs> 
So I went with her. <laughs> and in my mind, I when she said this way and she just pointed, I thought they had maybe a little table set up. Yeah. Literally next where my mom could even see me. Mm-hmm. But we turned to the corner and it's like an alley. Yeah. But I kept following in her. In Nassau, Bahamas. In fifth grade. <laughs> I'm 12. I'm 11. And I follow her. <laughs> down this alley and then and then i go into a building like Uh and i and i remember like my cognitive thinking was delayed like you're like uh i shouldn't have done that yeah and then i'm but i'm still moving forward like my body's still walking (laughs) you need to stop in your tracks right and i and then we go through into this little store shop and Mm -hmm. then she's like keeps going and goes to this back room behind these beaded curtains (laughs) and then i'm sitting in a chair and like this just shows how an 11 year old's mind works I didn't even fathom that my mom would be nervous because you feel older than you are. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, like, there's nothing scary going on right now. Well, in the meantime, we come out of the store. We're like, where's Allison? And we're like in a foreign country. Oh my gosh. And Allison, Allison. And like, we start running around that, that shop and then we go outside and I'm running around the neighboring shops. Like maybe she went and looked at something here and we were going through all the stores and like yelling her name. I could hear my mom whistling. That was when her whistle came in clutch. And I just hear like a very faint, Allison, Allison. <laughs> so I, at this point, this chick is in about a quarter of my hair. She is faster like, than faster, <laughs> braiding, 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 braiding. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, I probably should go show my mom now and, 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 check, sh- and check and let her know that I'm alive. <laughs> well, just, I was like, cause I don't know if she wants to pay for this, you uh-huh. know? And she's like, oh, once I get done with you, she won't be able to say no. And I'm like, hang on. Like, and there was other, uh, I guess the other thing is, is when I got back there, there was another mom and a daughter in the room. Uh-huh. So that also, if I just would have been alone, yeah. I think I would have been like, I gotta go. And so I heard my mom and sister yelling and I'm like, hello. And I start to <laughs> yell from this back room of a souvenir shop. And my mom comes like bursting through the beads and is like, what is going on in here? And she's like, oh, look at this beautiful hair. And my mom's like, what just happened? And then she's like, oh, I just wanted to show her. And my mom goes, you took her. Mm-hmm. You took her without talking to her mother. You took her. And she's like, oh, but doesn't she look like a beautiful Bahama mama? And my mom's like, we're leaving right now. And she's like, well, aren't you going to basically says you have to pay me for these braids. For I've these already braids. Done. Look at all this work I've already done. And my mom's like, you were dishonest. I'm not paying you anything. And she's like, you will pay me. And that mom was like, how much just to get out of here? And yeah. she goes, three, $3 a braid. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, three dollars a braid you guys i have thick hair and if she was even in like what 20 braids yeah you know that's like that's a lot yeah and then so my mom's like no we're leaving tries to pull me out of the chair and the lady's like okay two dollars two dollars a braid and my mom's like fine two dollars well in the meantime she sees this mom and daughter leaving with the hair braided and they had just spent like 180 bucks oh it was more or like 200 yes. something like that and my mom's like oh my Helenor like <laughs> and my mom's <laughs> like and my your hair is thicker than hers she's like how are we gonna get out of this and my mom's like out there pacing like yeah. in front of this store like how is this happening how am I kind of similar thing how am I allowing this lady to continue this yeah and she just keeps going keeps going in the meantime they've they've already kidnapped another child to come in here and get their <laughs> hair braided next to me and I'm holding the little this little plastic case of the beads that uh-huh. they're putting at the bottom and I'm trying starting to count how many braids I have and being like, this oh is going to be gosh. so yeah. much money. Well, all of a sudden I'm, I'm almost done. And now like, I have about a quarter of my hair left. All of a sudden there's like whistles blowing and I, and the light shut off when we say whistle, like a referee, whistle. like re- yeah, a referee whistle and the light shut off and they kind of like push me 
And so I drop the whole thing of beads because I'm in the dark and they tell me to get on the floor. And I'm like, mom, mom, because I can end there. And she's like, she's like in my face and hush, hush, hush. And I'm like holding this thing of beads, half like braided hair on the ground with all these beads that have spilled on the ground. And this other person, this other kid that was in there, this other girl. And we're both like, they're kidnapping victims. Yeah. Other, (laughs) all of a sudden this policeman like hearts open the beads and is like, what's going like, on? And I am crouched on the floor, like in fear with this woman, like holding onto my arm, like, shh. And, and he's like, get up, get up. And tells the lady to get up, takes her out there yelling back and forth. He like, I don't know if he cuffs her. And, and the funny thing is, is he had this lady with him that had this t-shirt on that said, the Braden Center on the back at the braiding Center, in case you couldn't pick up what I was saying in my Bahamian accent. Yes, Bahamian, Bahamian accent. accent. So then he's like, they're operating without a license and all this stuff. So they, so they weren't licensed. So that's why they were having to sketchily kidnap kids and take them into this back room of a souvenir shop. And that's why they had us hiding in the dark on the floor. And my mom actually was like, so relieved this because she's like, like oh my I gosh, just got out of answers my prayer. Yeah. Cause she said she was like literally playing, praying to the Lord above. Like <laughs> I don't even have the money for this. Yeah. Like this was a free cruise. This is the only reason we are here. <laughs> and so she was totally like, Oh, thanks heavenly father. But now I look janky AF because <laughs> I have like this big piece that's not braided and the braiding center lady that's legit. So she was finding out about all these like, you know, underground operations that and were taking them. business from her and she's like the legit business with all these cruise ships and was busting them Mm -hmm. and so she tells my mom i'll do it for a hundred dollars and my mom's like a hundred dollars you're you're kidding me look how much hair she has left my other daughter knows how to braid she'll figure it out so anyway the funny thing is is so she ends up making a bargain with my mom we pay 65 dollars to finish my hair which is actually a screaming deal for a head full of braids correct and then i got a picture with a police officer and the the braiding center lady yeah but oh that was like one of the biggest scams we've ever been involved in. <laughs> and if you want to know what I ended up wearing to formal night <laughs> on the cruise, I always forget about this part of the story because in case you didn't know, she did not find an adequate outfit. We didn't go shopping anymore after that. My mom was just like, get me the H out of the Bahamas. So, And we had to report back to the ship. Yeah. So, I, so my mom had brought a teal sweatsuit no, that belonged windbreaker yeah windbreaker that had belonged to my grandma at one point or another <laughs> the reason why it was brought on the trip in the first place is very questionable because we were going to florida and um <laughs> she thought well this look this windbreaker sweatsuit looks nicer than any of the stuff that you brought i would have been i can't believe you wore that and we have a picture of you like, in your windbreaker you know right form, outfit you know how on formal night they're like take a picture of you like on the staircase yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. so, so really the biggest casualty of this whole thing is brit's outfit at formal dinner night <laughs> And we will try to find a picture because oh here I am. I got the dress and, and the braids. hair braids after and all the said and done. My grandmother's <laughs> windbreaker. <laughs> I can't breathe. There were I, we couldn't have found you like a fancy looking swim cover up, a sarong I honestly, with a white tee. I, I think that would have been better. But yes, like why was the teal windbreaker somehow made it on the trip and onto your body? <laughs> And I love that so much. It was so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
So anyway, we had to we had to share that story because it's been a long time coming. It actually almost made it on our travel episode, but our travel episode got really long. And, and it brought it to mind because one of um, our gabbers, who I, full disclosure, is also a friend of mine from from many years. You're all our friends. Right. But I've known her for many years. She so knows her in person. It's hard. It's hard. I'm not going to pretend like I don't know her and okay. know, know a little bit of this story because okay. it's going to kind of help with that. But the story is wild. Um, she was, it's, it's a huge scam. So I don't know. Have you ever heard of, and they're non-existent anymore, but for a while they were really big on Instagram or quite big on Instagram. Um, they are called Build Your Bucket List. Uh, it's not the Bucket List family, which uh-huh. speaking of scams, they've been in a little trouble. Oh yeah. The Disney thing, right? Yeah. And then it kind of started coming out like, are any of these things they're giving away actually really getting happening. given away? Anyway. Okay. So my friend, she wanted to go to Greece. It was like, a, mm-hmm. It was a bucket list trip for her. Yeah. No pun intended there. But um, she wrote a whole blog post about it. Maybe <laughs> I should like ask her if we can link it. Yeah. But um, she was talking with a couple of friends and they were telling her we're going on this trip to Greece and like the, uh, is it the uh, Amalfi, Amalfi Coast? Coast? Yeah. I believe so. So anyway, she said, side note, if you do not want me to come on a trip with you, don't tell me about it until after <laughs> you've gotten back because I'm going to invite myself. <laughs> anyway, so she kind of like through it was like, I want to go. And they're like, yeah. hey, call this company, build your bucket list. And I don't feel super bad about saying the name of the company or her because it's very much out there now okay. that she did this. did this illegally. So she pays her a fee and she thinks this is going to be the trip of a lifetime. Yeah. But she did talk with some friends that had already gone on a different trip with this company and they kind of said, oh yeah, you'll end up getting your information pretty late and and, she, and it's pretty unorganized. Okay. But once you get there, the trip's amazing. So she kind of had just kept this little hope like, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Well, four days before they're going to leave, she still doesn't have anything. And so mm-hmm. she reaches out to the owner and is like, I have nothing. Monday morning, still no word. So she emails her again and basically says at this point, like, is this a scam? Yeah. Like, because this is weird. Mm -hmm. And they said, oh, we've had a bug in the email server and we're reaching out to everybody to confirm that you guys received your flight email. As soon as I know, I'll send you the info. Well, she gets a screenshot of the flight. Not even a link, nothing she could check in. She finally says, "Um, what do I do at the airport? Yeah. And to which the owner responded, I'll just be there waiting for you guys. Okay. <laughs> so she's like taken three. She's like, okay, so everything is about to line up, right? Like should be smooth sailing. Okay. They arrive in Athens about like 16 after a 16 hour trip, long haul. Yeah. She says it's 11 a.m. local time and she's hungry yeah. and tired. So they get to the bucket list group and there's no Josie in sight. Oh no. And but there's kind of like a group that they've been traveling with. And so there's still the group and maybe some like, she put in air quotes, employees. <laughs> they were standing at the airport and they were waiting for their van. Mm-hmm. It was like, this is all supposed to be Planned. a package thing. Like it's a you tour. Get, yes, you get picked up, you get taken everywhere. So they're, they're waiting for 45 minutes outside the airport uh-huh. and the van's not coming. So they stand there for another 30 minutes. And so she questions them and is like, where's this van? <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's late. So finally, my, yeah. this girl says, um, can we just get an Uber? Like, yeah. I'm just going to pay for an Uber. She's hungry. I'm the same way. I'd be like, forget this. After more standing around, they finally get themselves into a cab. And there's six of them total. But she said, of her friends, like her mm-hmm. group. But she said there's probably about 15 more in the whole group. And so she gets in with these employees. They drive 45 minutes to this Airbnb. 
that the team had stayed at the night before, but they had already checked out of this Airbnb. Okay. So she's like, why are we going to this Airbnb you've checked out of? Uh-huh. And they're like, well, the hotel rooms aren't ready yet. And so we're going to drop your luggage off here at this Airbnb. But she's like, wait, so weird. you've checked out. Why, yeah. How are we going to leave our luggage here? <laughs> when they show up to this Airbnb, one of the girls goes, this isn't okay. Like, <laughs> like this feels weird. This isn't it. Like, <laughs> so she said, the friends are now standing in front of some house in the middle of Athens. <laughs> It is very apparent at this point that something is seriously wrong. Oh my gosh. She finally just says, why can't we just go to the hotel and drop our stuff off? Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, because we're not actually staying at that hotel that she told you that we were staying at. Oh my gosh. We're going to be staying at an Airbnb 40 minutes away. They already came 45 minutes. I know. So they've already, I feel like they had nowhere to stay is essentially. And so they're just wandering around. And they're Athens, like, let's Greece. just, yeah. And in like cabs and oh my gosh. Ubers and whatever. So at this point, the day's like half over. Yeah. I think I would have been like, bye, I'm going to go figure this out on my own. Like, but how much money have you poured into this? Right, right. I guess the plan was supposed to be, we're going to go see the Acropolis. Like when you get in and drop your stuff off at the Mm -hmm. hotel. So like, what do we do? Yeah. And she says, oh, well, we'll just go see that tomorrow. Okay. So this girl was like, well, tomorrow we're supposed to go see Melisani cave. Okay. And the girl's like, oh, um, we're not seeing that anymore. It's like a 10 hour boat trip round trip and so we're just gonna like go see some other cave oh man and this girl's like these are the things i yeah i mean you put it in your heart yeah that you're gonna see these things uh-huh. it's kind of like on a very low scale this is a very low scale version but like when you get your heart set on you're gonna eat something and then you pull up in their clothes yeah you know <laughs> it's times 10 yeah so they drove around for two more hours uh, and it starts to get late so they decide we're just gonna go to the hilton we're yeah. gonna cut our losses and we're just going to get a room and figure this out. They wait in the Hilton hotel lobby for four hours. Oh my four gosh. Four hours. They're probably exhausted. Yeah. And they're still with this one employee. And she keeps saying, I have to go because I have the keys to the Airbnb for the other group that did decide to go onto to the, the Airbnb. Airbnb. So I have to go. And they're like, no, you're not leaving us. <laughs> you are not leaving us in this mm-hmm. city. You're supposed to be our tour guide. Yeah. And she said, at this point, she's kind of wondering, like, I really hope this other group is just having a blast. Like, maybe it's mm-hmm. just us. Like, maybe yeah. everything's fine with everyone else. And we're just really running into the bad luck of the draw here. Uh-huh. But but then all of a sudden, the group that was, quote unquote, waiting at the Airbnb uh-huh. walks into their lobby. Oh, no. And is like, we have been sitting on a random curb for hours <gasps> No air- by no Airbnb uh-huh. so far. The owner finally shows up at like 5.30. She said, with a tone in her voice, like she is a waitress who brought us the wrong soup. Oh my gosh. What seems to be the problem? Oh my word. (laughs) So she said, her frustration, generally my frustration comes out in yelling or tears. And Mm -hmm. in this situation, she still wants answers. So the tears begin to flow. She's like, I'm thousands of of miles away from my kids and Mm -hmm. husband she has spent so much money on this trip and taken time off work and and then um and she's like and i am being talked to like a freaking child (laughs) so they make the decision we're going to just see how the next day goes and she's like at this point i'm ready to change my flight and just go home yeah but again i think again the money yeah and you just keep giving people the benefit of the doubt you're like this can't be real there's like 15 of us yeah so the next day, they re- they wake up to text messages from one of the girls in their group's husband. And through all this, she'd been communicating with him. Oh. So he just starts doing like major digging into this uh-huh. and feeling like something is really sketchy. And yeah. I'm hearing all these stories from past things. 
long story short, she says, okay, listen, if you would feel safer and more secure going solo the rest of the trip, I will refund your money, Uh the rest of the money, and you can plan the rest of your trip. They're like, perfect. We'll take Mm -hmm. it. Give us our money back. And she said, okay, it's going to take, this is what these scammers always do. It's going to take seven to 10 business days to issue those refunds, but they will be refunded. So they get up to their room. They're like, we're planning the rest of the five days. We're packing it in. Forget this. It's fine. So they go on the trip, spend Mm -hmm. all this money, do their thing. And they get home and they keep asking for the refund. She keeps just sending screenshots to them of like this Instagram page that says that they've refunded them, but she can't see the refund. Like it's not showing in a bank account. Yeah. So what she ended up having to do is she went through a credit card dispute Mm -hmm. to get her money. So no, this chick did not send a refund. refund. And I actually am cutting out some little details here. Mm -hmm. This girl was so deceptive. That is so crazy. Can you imagine? Like, what a garbage human. <laughs> According to my friend, she said this girl has fled the state and is on, and I can't confirm, I can't find where you would find this, but she said she has been or is on Utah's most wanted list. Really? Because this is not an isolated incident. Oh my gosh. It's one thing to be like, here's where we're staying, and then it like is crappier than the pictures you sent. Right, yeah. And you're like, this doesn't seem like it like, should have cost me this. To have zero plan. Yeah. In like in like Greece, I think is kind of safe, but like also kind of not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind you, of would have guessed that. And you know, like I mean, just like you know, any big place that you're gonna visit, um, high tourism, maybe there's some high crime. Well, they know they know how to spot a tourist. And yeah. so if you're sitting on curbs in the middle of with your big suitcase, a bunch of girls, it's pretty obvious, a bunch of Utah girls just sitting around on some curb. Yeah, they're about to get jacked, you know. <laughs> and so it's stories like this and like the documentaries we've been talking about that just like blow my mind. Yeah, you're like, how on earth? It's sad. It's crazy. If I could have just a fifth of the confidence <laughs> that these people have and put it into a good use, yeah, just put it towards something positive, and you'd be a success, yeah. man. Well, you guys, careful out there. Keep your wits about you. I was just going to say keep your wits about you. That's so funny. <laughs> Reading each other's minds. Oh, man. Anyway, thanks for being vulnerable and sharing some of your uh, scammable moments. And mm-hmm. I feel like we shared quite a few of ours. Yeah, we have. And so don't feel bad about yourself. It happens to the best of us. And just remember, someday you'll laugh about this. Just kind of. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, you guys. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We are going to put all these infomercials up yes. this week. And so that will be a and fun products. throwback. And then um, we want to really push this week to get another... Maybe we should do a giveaway. We'll see to get some reviews. Because yeah. we need more reviews on our um, show page. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye on that on our Instagram for maybe some incentives for giving reviews. All right. Bye, guys. See you next week. This episode is sponsored by Boonties. You guys, spring means Easter, weddings, family pictures, all that kind of stuff. Go to Boonties on Instagram because they have the cutest colors, the cutest styles, fun accessories for everybody in the family. And especially if you've got a wedding coming up, they can help you mix and match your styles, patterns to go perfectly with your color scheme. So go check out Boonties. And also don't forget their $10 Tuesdays that they do every week. Thanks so much, Boonties, for sponsoring.